Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. This year is creating a number of precedent-setting situations. Senior housing industry is under extreme financial pressure these days. Prior to the pandemic, they were experiencing dropping occupancy as more and more new supply entered the market, faster than demographics could support the increase in demand. Some markets have experienced occupancies in the 80s and 70s. The most overbuilt market in the U.S. right now is San Antonio, where occupancies were averaging in the low 80s, and then the pandemic hit, occupancies are now in the 70s. A combination of a tight labor pool and falling occupancy are the main pressures senior housing operators are facing, and those pressures are not going away anytime soon. Staff who are concerned about workplace safety and contracting COVID-19 are demanding higher pay. The increase in expenses, combined with falling occupancies and price concessions, have hampered providers' ability to raise rates in response to rising labor costs, and that's resulting in a lot of NOI erosion and margin pressure. On today's show, we're talking about the impact of the moratorium on evictions on senior housing. And senior housing is partly a residential situation, but it's primarily a service business. To be clear, we're talking about the private pay premium end of the market. On those properties, the real estate component represents maybe 20% of the cost of delivering the service in most cases. Labor typically accounts for about 60% of operating costs and providers are facing major workforce pressures at the moment. Of course, the pandemic itself has also increased operating costs for assisted living and skilled nursing operators as the additional protocols have come into play. So if a resident stops paying, the question is, what is an operator to do? Does the operator put a claim on the estate of the senior citizen? Do they seek a court order to garnish social security payments? Do they seek a court order for capital encroachment if the senior has any savings? Do they evict? The image of an eviction of an elderly person with multiple infirmities is horrifying to say the least. Well, at the end of August, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed legislation extending protections for renters from evictions due to financial hardship stemming from COVID-19 through January 31st, 2025. It may be too early to determine what the law means for residents of senior housing across California and maybe new similar rules across the nation but those in private pay senior housing should be studying its details. We have a situation where there's millions of people unemployed, and it's often the adult children of seniors in assisted living who pay the bill. Seniors themselves are already on fixed income. But if the adult children are having to pay the fees and experience a loss of income due to COVID-19, the senior housing communities may see residents claim coronavirus-related financial distress. The California law was passed the day before the Center for Disease Control passed an order placing a temporary halt on evictions to reduce the spread of COVID-19. The federal order prevents evictions for non-payment through the end of this year, 2020. The federal moratorium went into effect on September 4th, and California's order is actually retroactive to March the 1st. Overall, the California law gives tenants broad protections from evictions. The new law provides eviction protections through January 31st, 2025, but in order to be protected, the tenant must return the declaration of COVID-19-related financial distress within 15 days after receiving any eviction notice. And they have to pay 25% of their rent owing, but they don't actually have to pay that until January 31, 2021. So the tenant can't be evicted for non-payment of rent that became due between March 1st and August 31st, 
if they return a declaration of financial distress to the landlord. Under the new law, you can't be evicted for non-payment of rent that became due between September 1, 2020 and January 31, 2021 if you return that declaration of financial distress and you pay 25% of that rent by January 31, 2021. You've got to provide a declaration for every month that you can't pay due to the effects of COVID-19, and that declaration needs to include proof of financial hardship. But the definitions are quite broad. According to the California law, COVID-19 financial distress can mean any of the following. Loss of income caused by the pandemic, higher out-of-pocket expenses directly related to performing essential work during the pandemic, increased expenses directly related to health impact of the pandemic, child care responsibilities or responsibilities to care for an elderly person, disabled or sick family member directly related to the pandemic that limits the tenant's ability to earn income, increased costs for child care or tending to an elderly, disabled or sick family member directly related to the pandemic, and finally other circumstances related to the outbreak that have reduced tenants' income or increased expenses. This raises a number of legal questions regarding how services are delivered in senior housing. Should there be a residential lease for the accommodation portion, followed by a separate contract for health care and food services? Exactly what is classified as rent, could it be brought more into alignment with the actual cost allocation between rent and services? Considering that the average stay in assisted living could be in the range of 24 to 36 months, the idea that residents could choose not to pay their fees for 17 months and then only then be required to pay 25% in order to extend the eviction moratorium for another four years. Collecting on payment would then require the senior living operator to sue the estate in order to get paid. This is absolutely going to create a new precedent-setting set of circumstances in the world of senior housing. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.